Hey everyone. So for today's episode, the song is called Life of a Salesman, and it's sung by Yellow Card off of their album, Ocean Avenue. Now, the reason that we decided to go ahead and pick this song is really just the topic that we've decided to start out today's episode with couldn't have made this a more appropriate choice. The very first time I heard this song, all I could think about was my dad, and I feel like it's almost impossible to not think of a father figure at the very least whenever you listen to the lyrics of this. So this is one that just really holds so much importance to me, and from the very first time I listened to it, all it ever made me think about was dad, and it just seemed uh, just seemed fitting to make that the, the title of today's episode, too. So if you guys don't listen to the songs normally, which I wouldn't expect you to, let's be real, then that's cool. But I think this is definitely one that that I would highly recommend checking out. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of All the Dirty Little Secrets. Um, Normally we start out the episode with, you know, some sort of fun conversation or hypothetical question, something of that sort. But this week's going to be different. Um... Some of you are are newer to my life who listen to this, so you may not know this about me. Um, And, you know, for the rest of you, this isn't news. But um, Tuesday, so the day before you will hear this episode, marks the five-year anniversary of my dad passing away. So I just wanted to start out the episode um, paying tribute to him, really, and and talking about him a little bit, because it's really never lost on me you know, how much I miss him. Um, so I wanted to share my favorite story about my dad with all of you. Um, there are a few of you who listen to this who were at the funeral, so you'll probably remember this story a little bit, but I'm going to um, probably talk about it a little more in depth right now than I did at the funeral because I was at a funeral and I didn't really know what the fuck to say. <laughs> Um, especially since it was for my own father, so. But anyways, this happened, I want to say, like, seven years ago. Um, I think I was, I was 24 or 25, I don't remember which. Maybe it was, maybe it was eight years ago. I think I was 24. But it was last year that I lived in Texas, and I was living alone, um, just had, like, a little studio apartment, and I was really, really lost <laughs> in life at the time. Like, just really lost. Um, things with school were completely up in the air. I didn't really know what on earth was going on with my life. I didn't know what was going to happen. And my greatest fear in life always is just disappointing people. That's, that's what it's always been, you know, for a lot of people, that's not a thing. But for me, not only is it that I'm a people pleaser, but I hate letting people down who, you know, have expectations of me and high hopes for me and you know know what I'm capable of so with all that happening um in my head you know I felt like my relationship with my parents was in a really bad spot uh because I just felt like I was letting them down constantly at, at that time in my life and I'm sure I made it out to be a lot worse than it was uh, so my parents were great they never you know they would make the occasional comment <laughs> about how like Cam what the fuck are you doing <laughs> But it was never, it was never as bad as I made it out to be in my head. But anyways, one night I was in my apartment and I don't even remember why I, why I called my dad. It was probably, I had a question about cooking because he's the one who taught me how to cook. Uh, and I just never, honestly still this day, like if someone's like, oh, what should you bake chicken at? Like what temperature and for how long? I don't know. Google it. <laughs> like. I also don't even bake chicken. I use the stove. (laughs) I pan fry it because I hate using the oven for shit like that. But anyways, so I'm guessing that I probably called for that. And um, so, yeah, so I end up talking to my dad for a little bit. And none of you actually knew my dad, which is really upsetting, to be quite honest, because he was a really awesome guy. The guys from high school, they knew my dad. Um... And anyone who did know him would tell you he was a man of very few words. But he made the words count, which was something that, you know, I always appreciated. It wasn't just he would say a couple sentences. It was always, you know, he got his point across. He just didn't need to to say a lot in order to do it. Which is funny because I'm definitely not that way. (laughs) 
become the person who has to try and figure out how to use less characters to explain a story when I'm trying to text it out to someone. Or I'm the guy who's like, this is going to take too long to text out. Let me just send you a voice memo. So we uh, we start talking. And I would say the longest like nonstop conversation I ever had with my dad, that wasn't, you know, the two of us driving and out in the car or something like that. Um, just over the phone. Probably was very rarely, if ever, more than 30 minutes long. Because there was only so much my dad and I really could talk about. Um it's just, that's just how it was, you know? But it always went towards something that had to do with sports or cooking or some game that he was playing. Uh, my dad was, like, really into Plants vs. Zombies, the computer game. Uh, yeah, he loved that. And then he also really, really loved Risk. I think that was his all-time favorite board game in general. Um, and he would, would play it on the computer, too. So we would, we would find stuff to talk about, because I always felt bad just calling my dad and having it last, like, five to ten minutes, and, you know, it's like, okay, well, there's nothing really of substance here, so I'm gonna go now. But this one specific day when I called, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't know what got into him, but uh, suddenly, you know, ten minutes turns into thirty, and thirty minutes turns into an hour, and an hour turns to two hours, and two hours turns to four hours. And finally, at like the four and a half hour mark, I I had to hang up because I needed to make dinner. I was fucking hungry, <laughs> you know? And after four and a half hours of talking to my dad, I really just didn't know what else I could even talk about at that point. I had no idea what else I could even think to say. Um... But it was such a good conversation. It was the most open and, and honest and heartfelt my dad and I had ever been with each other. Um, one of the things that he said during that conversation that I'll never forget is he told me how jealous he was of my life. He said that, you know, I got to do all these really great things because that year I had just wrapped up my my sixth summer, I think, working at the summer camp I worked at and he thought that was just such a cool thing that I did that you know when I was 18 years old I just called up my parents and said hey I want to spend my summer in Texas and help these kids um, and I just never wanted to leave after that so I did it year after year after year and you know I met all of these people all across the world I have a good friend who uh, I call him Scotland his name is Chris but he's from Scotland so you know you get nicknames real easily at a summer camp and if you're from Scotland, your your nickname is now Scotland. <laughs> uh, everyone knows... Well, every most of you have probably heard me talk about my friend uh, Bama at some point. Bama is definitely not her actual name, but she went to school at the University of Alabama. Uh, she had the accent pretty, pretty hard, very noticeable. So, yeah. So we all just called her Bama. And to this day, I'm one of the very few people who still call her Bama. When I went to her wedding a few years ago, it was very difficult for me to remember to call her Christiane, which is her actual name. I don't uh, know if I've when... never even heard her actual name before. You've never heard her actual name? <laughs> I don't think I have. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Christian, but it's with an E at the end, so it's Christiane. And uh, I had to like remind myself consciously to call her that all weekend long not to her face i still called her bama to her face but whenever i'd be talking about about her with her friends you know i'd be like oh yeah christian this christian that um and that felt just fucking uncomfortable honestly <laughs> i think when you call someone one thing for 10 years you're you don't really you're just definitely not used to calling them anything else it just felt wrong coming out of my mouth but you know i met her obviously who's best friend I ever made at that place. I have friends from Australia, from New Zealand, in the UK. It's, you know, it was just a really, really cool thing that, you know, I got to meet and interact with so many people who, yeah, I don't talk to a lot of them now, which that's to be expected. That's just how things go. But so many of them impacted my life in such a great way. And I hope I did the same for them. But, you know, that was one of my big things with my dad was, He's just like, you got to do all of this stuff. And my dad was in the Marines for a few years, and he got to do a little bit of traveling. 
um, just for tours and stuff like that. And, you know, he was always with my grandpa. My grandpa was in the Navy for 30 years. So they would, you know, Guam was, was the big one there that my dad would talk about a lot more than anything else. He had great stories, um, which maybe someday I'll get around to sharing some of those. But, uh, but it was just this conversation where, you know, he's telling me how he wished that I had, that he had gotten to do some of these things that I've done. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck do you mean, dad? Like, I didn't say that to him, of course. I don't think my dad ever heard me curse, actually. Um, and I think my mom's only heard me say shit one time. I think that's, that's it. Um, but yeah, it was just crazy that this conversation lasted so long. And we talked about... I mean, if you can think about it at this point, we, we probably talked about it. I, how do you talk for four and a half hours without doing that sort of, without covering everything on the spectrum, pretty much? But uh, I will also never forget that the next day, my mom called me. And she was like, so you and your dad sure talked for a while last night. And my mom, I think, was kind of jealous because I've never talked to her for that long. Um but it's not uncommon for my mom and I to be on the phone for over an hour. But anyways, so she goes, yeah, uh, when you hung up, your dad looked at me and he's like, I can't believe he hung up first. <laughs> and then she told me that he had, a, he had a bottle of Jack Daniels with him that I guess he had gotten at some point during this conversation, just grabbed out of the cabinet. And, uh, <laughs> and she goes, yeah, your dad drank about half the bottle of Jack Daniels while you guys were on the phone. <laughs> and I said, well, that'll, that explains a little bit as to why he was so willing to to keep talking and keep this conversation going for so long. And, you know, I'll never know what it was that made him want to, to you know, have that conversation in the first place. But to actually have that conversation, uh, I don't know that it's like my most treasured memory I think if I actually took the time to think, I could think of something more. But as, you know, the adult version of myself, yeah, that was definitely my most treasured memory that I that I ever got to have with my dad. Because, I mean, just that's just not a conversation that we ever, ever had. Um, and it's, it obviously, you know, it sucks he's gone now. Because I think that if he were still around... You know, I would see my dad as as more than just a dad at this point. I think he would actually be like a legitimate friend to me. Um, and I think we just could have had so much more fun doing so many more things. And I like to think that, you know, the friends that I made after I moved to Salt Lake City would have eventually gotten to meet him and gotten to spend a little bit of time with him and uh, gotten to, to see how quirky my dad could be with certain things. But anyways, uh, Dad, I love you, I miss you, and uh, hopefully I won't see you soon, but I will see you again someday. And welcome back from the break, guys. So, the rest of this episode will be a little bit more upbeat, but, uh, well, I just spent the entire first bit talking by myself, so maybe we should have Josette kick off, uh, kick off part two here this week, because, Joe, I know that... Uh, you you still have a busy weekend going on. It's Sunday afternoon for me right now, Sunday morning for you. And you've got to leave in like an hour to uh, get to your girlfriend's band competition. Yeah. Which you've been at for like the last two days already. Yeah. And yep. and what all happened at that competition? You, uh, you didn't just uh, go there to see the GF. I didn't. Well... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a vital part. Um, <laughs> I was like, what happened? No, she was there. I'm sure Lydia uh, right now isn't shaking her head or anything. <laughs> they'll listen to this and they'll be like, really? You already forgot the whole point of going to the Scottish Festival already? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so this uh, <laughs> this weekend, uh, I was invited to go to uh, Lydia's. Scottish Festival competition because she plays in this little band. They're called the Garden Valley Pipe Band. So cute. I know. But yeah, the whole purpose was to meet the parents. <laughs> so, uh, big, I'm not gonna. Big what? moment uh, in the relationship. Yeah, meeting the parents. 
Joe um, wasn't panicking at all, guys. Not at all. Not the least bit. She was just so nope. calm, cool, and collected the entire time mm. leading up to this. Let me. I was you. like, no sweat. I'm good. They're gonna love me. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fabulous. Uh, yeah, no, I was about to throw up. Yeah, especially when when you found out, like, the night before Friday that they were actually coming to pick you up. They were coming to... And you were meeting them on Friday and not Saturday now? Yep. (laughs) So, it was super great. Um, All my prep time just flew out the window. Um, But, yeah, I was very nervous. Uh, I am the first girlfriend that Lydia has actually, like, told her parents about. Like, actually, actually told her parents about. Um... All the other ones were just kind of like, this is this person. That's about it. Uh, but she, uh, they actually like, like, I have a girlfriend. This is her name. You're going to meet her at this time. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. So cool, right? Uh, super <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, so uh, come Friday. I love how Friday, you're acting awkward at all times. <laughs> I'm just trying to like, I'm still <laughs> processing everything. I'm trying to remember what the f- fuck happened um but come friday morning i wake up i wake up nauseous i was nauseous the entire fucking day like just absolute just like it was not good my stomach was uneasy the entire the entire day um i got off work an hour early so i could like um breathe and uh not die and then uh they came and picked me up and i was just like babe you have to you can't just make me, like, walk to the car awkwardly when they come here. Like, you have to get out of the car and walk me to... Because otherwise... Because my whole thing was, all like, I was really scared that... You know, like, when you walk up to, like, a stranger's car or, like, for example, if you're going on, like, a first date. Let's pretend you're going on a first date. And they come to pick you up and you, like, walk to, like, the passenger side and you, like, do that awkward, like... Ksh- and then the door's locked, and they're just, like, sitting there, like, oh, fuck. And then, and then they're just, like, oh. And then they, like, unlock it. And then you, like, open, you're, like, oh, sorry for yanking on your fucking door handle. That's what, that's what, that was my worst fear in that moment is just, like, opening it, having it be locked. And then just, like, standing there awkwardly is, like, her parents were, like, unlocking. Or their parents were unlocking, like, the door or whatever. And I was, like, oh, God. And I was, like, you have to get out of the car. Walk me to the car. So I'm not, I'm not just, like, awkwardly just, like, oh, good. Yeah. You know? That is definitely something that would happen to you. It would. It would happen yeah, to me. Would. I would embarrass myself so or much. Or you would just, like, be walking alone and you would somehow trip over your own feet. Like, oh, on the way 110%. I would probably, like, fall on my face. I was <laughs> just wearing Just straight hands and already <laughs> have your face like, marked up. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Clothes just rip right away. Dude, I was, I was wearing a dress. Uh, wow. so if I would have fallen on my face, I would have been like ass out on the fucking oh, on the fucking lawn, dude. Anyway, Olivia probably Jesus. wouldn't have minded. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been like, mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, really cute because Lydia, like <laughs> the night before, she uh, they called me and and they were like, uh, babe, I just want to let you know I'm not gonna touch you as much as I usually do because you know we'll be with my parents and they're like I don't love you any less. Just to let you know, blah 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 blah. And I was like, I got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not like I'm gonna be all over you with your parents. That's awkward. But yeah, so uh, came and picked me up and um, went over there. Uh, not a whole lot was spoken in the car. Mostly just like, hey, and um. I don't, like, literally, I can barely remember a lot of stuff that happened. I don't even remember they asked me any questions when we were driving up there. But, yeah, so it was um, their mom, dad, and uh, sister. And so we were all just driving up there. Um, They were in their cute little outfit. So adorable. Uh, They have to wear these, like, uniform thingies for the festival. I did maybe tell Lydia last night that you were really turned on by her uniform thank you cameron (laughs) i said hey did josette tell you how hot she thought you were and she starts laughing she goes no i said "Mm." well she sent me a picture of you in your outfit and said damn doesn't lydia look so fucking hot right now (laughs) so you're welcome Uh, I can't trust you for shit, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Not for shit. <laughs> You're gonna be the 
downfall of my relationship. Oh my god. Yeah. Jesus. I'm going to be the downfall for letting your girlfriend know how attracted to her you are. What you a terrible person I am. Can't tell her that. You can't tell her that. The, uh, them that the, it's just, it's, look, listen. I just got, look what you made me do. I just got nail polish all over my face. <laughs> I'm not so, kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> You just go like a fucking massive brain fart because that is like it's like you painted the fucking underside of your finger. I I literally grabbed it out of the thing and I went like this. You touched it with. (laughs) Who the fuck does that? She like so. Wow, to describe what she did, she like I guess pulled the little nate the The nail brush thing. yeah, Yeah, the brush thing, and she took two of her fingers and just. Like, squeezed the brush itself that was coated with fresh paint. That's how flustered I was. (laughs) Listen, you can't expose me like that. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I saw them in their their cute little, like, their kilt and their, like, little tie and, like, shirt, I was like, Jesus! I've watched too much Outlander, basically, is where that's going. Oh, man. Anyway. Hashtag roleplay. (laughs) <laughs> please <laughs> actually i'll dress up in like a little scottish wenchy outfit pretend they're like returning back from war or some shit anyway go to the ren fair the ren fair i just participated in the healand games come here <laughs> to claim you as my prize <laughs> oh my god wow oh my god. <laughs> anyway we're gonna Ow. move on from that shit. Oh boy, yeah, Joe's getting flustered just thinking about it, so. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, so they were competing. <laughs> and they play the drums. And they they play the tenor the tenor drums. Uh and the tenor drums in Scottish bands, they the drumsticks are different. They like are attached with strings and so they like do little tricks with them and Jesus! I love my girlfriend's hands. Uh, they know this already. I am obsessed with their hands. And so, just, like, watching their hands, like, twirl little thingies and, like, uh, drum in their little outfit, it, uh, it's nice. Yeah, they remind me kind of of poise a little bit. Poise? Yeah, you know, like, Hawaiian poise? Oh. Little spinny things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, so, they were just, uh, yeah, doing, yeah, mm-hmm. Anyway, so, uh, they <laughs> met their parents. Um, I tried my best. I'm a awkward fucking person. Everybody what? knows that. What? No. no. I know. I'm awkward. So when, especially meeting the parents, like, if the parents aren't, like, talkative super, I'm just like, shit. What the fuck do I say? I don't want to, like, sit here all awkwardly like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's... I, I think when you meet the parents, though, and this goes for anyone... I don't think it's your role to try and initiate conversation. Yeah, but it was, like, in this... They didn't ask me anything. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I didn't really, like... I wasn't really used to that. Because in the past, when I've met, like, for example, like, Steve's parents, like, my ex, like, they hounded me with all this shit, right? But, like, it was, like, almost completely silent. They were just, like, interacting with each other for the most part. And so I was just, like, sitting there, like, okay... All right. And so I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So, is what it is. The dad was super nice, uh, super friendly straight off the bat. Uh, the mom, too, you know, no, no bad vibes from either of them. Um, the mom was definitely a little bit more quiet towards me than the dad was. I tried to, like, I guess interact with the mom a little bit more to see if I could, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know. I get you. Whatever. Because, you know she was being really quiet and stuff and so at one point i uh started talking to her because the mom is obsessed with bts and k-dramas and they've been to japan oh that's right i forgot about that yeah and so i tried to like tell her like oh you know lydia told me that you're really into k-dramas and they that that's what it kind of like the conversation like picked up they're like yes what have you watched and they were telling me about all this and they're like i'll get you a list of you know, things that you can watch now. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I totally love one. And it was just like, yeah. So, for but then of course, like, it, wondering what a K drama is, it's basically just like Korean dramas, right? Yeah, like K pop. Korean, dra- mm-hmm. Korean yeah. dramas. Yeah, they're like, they're pretty fun. Um, but yeah, so talking about that and um, 
and yeah, and the conversation just kind of died a little bit after after that because I was like, where the fuck do I go from here? But yeah, but yeah, but they were, again, really nice towards me. Like the mom kept like saying, like tapping me on the shoulder, like, hey, like, like this, 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 like, oh, can you get a picture of this for me? Or oh, I didn't bring my phone. Like, can you call this person real quickly? And I was like, all right, all right. So like they were using me for you know, it's not not using, but like you yeah, know, they were interacting with me. You know, like, they weren't trying was, to avoid you at all. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They were still, you know, she was still, you know, like you know whatever and i felt included that's good that's good always solid uh at one point like on the second day um yesterday morning so saturday morning um when we're recording this um they did like a mass band like whole thingy and she was like oh i'll stay here with and uh lydia's sister whatever her name's uh kendra and so i'll stay here with kendra like you go run up there you know so you can watch and whatever and i was like okay so i go on the tree and then uh she came around just like check on me and be like hey do you see them like did you get a good picture and i was like oh lydia's all the way like back there i can't see her but you know like and i was like oh her dad's name is danny so i was like oh danny's right there like it'll da and then they took pictures or whatever so you know it's it's fine it's good it's good like i have no like nerves nerves gone at this point um i just feel like i need to talk to them a little bit more because like i still have you know a long ways to go as far as getting to know them eventually likely gonna be you know a a family dinner at some point at the house where maybe i wouldn't be surprised i mean i feel like that's kind of a natural next step probably yeah like a more formal a more Mm -hmm. formal setting where it is just going to be focused on conversation Yeah, and then... And hopefully, like, games. <laughs> oh, please let there be games. Um, I've had to not cuss the whole weekend, uh, so... Proud of you. Yeah, so am I, actually. Um, yeah, because that's I a really... big task for you. It is. I have to turn it off once per week anyway, because I usually go to my dad's house on Sunday nights for dinner, and I, of course, never cuss around my dad or my brothers, because mm. they don't, you know? So, like, I'm used to it for at least that spirit, like, span of time. But, um, yeah, I guess it's good that maybe we're not talking as much at the fair, but just in case. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been really fun, especially been really fun to spend some time with uh, Lydia and get to know them a bit better and their, like, little things that they've done for years and stuff like that. So, really, really cool. Yeah, you get to see a whole different side of your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I love every side of uh, of them. They're so far. So, I don't know. They're, they're, they're cute. They surprise me every day with different things, but it's all just adorable. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much, yeah, like my whole weekend was just that. I uh, went to a couple concerts with um, one of our mutual friends. I uh, just went to uh, Tash Sultana last night. Um and if you guys know Tash, literally, okay, Cameron, I don't know if I, have I ever, like, talked to you about Tash at all? I don't think you've ever talked to me about Tash Sultana, but you and Melissa both, like, had me listen to her music before. Um, God, love them. So, they're, uh, from Australia, and, uh, oh, them and, like, their wife is, like, both of them just so cute also really sad because they uh they got married to their wife at the beginning of this year and then like literally like just barely not just barely barely but like again at the beginning ish of this year they found out their wife had cancer so her wife is currently going through chemo treatments and they can't tour with them and so at uh the concert they like did this whole like moment of you know like this is for my wife like let's just breathe and uh, dedicate this moment to her and I was like ah god that would that sucks um but yeah so good so good uh for those of you who don't know Tosh she's basically like a one-man band she can do fucking everything and it's so hot she yeah, played she's pretty the killer on the guitar oh yeah oh yeah she, uh uh they're one of the reasons why I uh picked up guitar because I first found out about Tosh when she was like a street busker way back way back when so like her youtube videos were starting to blow up when i first like um so uh found out about them and i was just like jesus that's really cool um because they would do like loops with their guitar you know and it was just guitar to begin with like it was just like loops of like guitar stuff and i think some beat drum stuffy thingies anyway so um 
yeah, found out about them that way. And then I kind of like, I not forgot about them, but like I stopped listening to their, their stuff for like years. And so, uh, when Alondra was like, they're coming, I was like, whoa, whoa, I know like, damn, yes. Like, let's go. Um, so we booked our tickets like literally earlier this year when, when the tour was first announced and, um, yeah, so <coughs> went to their concert. Uh, I I did take some some things uh, <laughs> to experience the concert at its fullest because uh, their whole thing is very psychedelic, and I was like, "There's one item to take when it comes to a psychedelic experience." Yes, you took an experience enhancer. Exactly, exactly, um, and it was a good call. Granted, I did like word vomit a lot throughout the night. Oh. I know. <laughs> I am very aware. What you might not know. No, you do know. Yeah, I was playing games with, with your girlfriend all night. You were? Yes, I was. Oh, no. For like, for like two to three hours. Just the two of us. All while this concert was happening. And I heard some interesting things that you said to your girlfriend. One in particular, really. That really stood out. <laughs> Do you want me to say it on the podcast or? Uh, uh, <laughs> what is it? I said a lot. Of, I said a lot. Of it, it had something to do with uh, with a Beyonce song. Was it the eloping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember that part. Yeah, Lydia goes. Uh, Josette just told me we should elope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like listen, 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 listen. So Tosh was talking about um their wedding and they were like, by the way, like don't have a wedding. Um, just elope, like it's so much easier, blah 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 blah. So I like just I just like was all like yo, confirmed, eloping's better. Like, just to let you know. Like that's it. Like just eloping's better. And then they were like, wait, what? And I was like, Tosh is eloping better. And they was like, who's Tosh? And I was like, the person performing. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Let's listen to the performer. And I was like, yeah, anyway. And so I was just like, ah, oh, let's just take this let's take this further. It's <laughs> like, yeah. anyway, so what are you doing Casual. Weekend? <laughs> we're just a casual, like, eloping conversation. Because like, the thing is that we, like, talked about, like, I mean, <clears throat> in the past, like, how much I... Like, just do not want a full-on fucking wedding. Like, I would mm-hmm. rather just, like, do some, like, random thing and then, like, have, like, a dinner with, like, people I care about. Yeah. Afterwards, like, I don't give a shit, you know? Like, I don't need the whole, like, frou-frou shit. Um, hiccup, if you don't stop whining, I'm going to kill you. Um, so, basically, I was just like, yeah, let's go. So, I was like, so, what are you doing this weekend? And they're like, uh, watching my sister. And I was like, okay, so you're gonna have to reschedule that because, like... We're well, laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, the more and more, the more and more we played last night, uh, Lydia just kept going. Yeah, she is blowing up my phone right now. I. <laughs> she, she goes. Yeah. It's literally non-stop. Cameron, I was so high. I literally thought all those messages she was ignoring. I thought they were ignoring my messages because I was like, I said that like an hour ago and then I would check and it'd be like, it would literally be like two minutes and I was like, oh fuck, that was two minutes ago. But then I'd like text again and I was like, blah, blah, blah. like literally two minutes. I was like, and I yeah, thought it was like, no, sorry, your girlfriend and I are just kind of wrecking shit. We got a, we got a couple dubs no, together. I literally so. thought, I literally thought like it, like hours or 30 minutes had passed like from the last time I like messaged them, but it literally was like minutes. Like, just, yeah. mi- like, a few minutes. And I was like, damn, what the fuck? How high are you right now? Very. I was very. Anyway, so I was just, like, <laughs> I was literally filling them in on every single detail. At one point, they were like, babe, watch the concert. And I was like, I, like, what? I think, I, I you're think, not here. I think I actually told them to tell you that. I said, yeah. just tell her, watch the show, you're gaming. <laughs> I was watching the show. Also, they didn't have to respond immediately. They could have just waited forever. Bruh. I was just... You act... Come on. No, they didn't have to respond. You... I thought I was like out. Oh, okay. I didn't expect them to respond live time. Okay? I knew they were playing games. But listen, I was just like, you know, 
doing 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 my own thing but like i just had to fill them in on everything because there's like you know we have like um a mutual friend who um is dating this person and i was just like needed to like fill them in as we were going because they were doing some really cute shit and i was just there by myself i was just by myself i just, I just filled in on all of that um, as well so. yeah so the person that our friend is dating, like literally, like would come up to them and like bring them drinks, and like they they were like ask them what their shirt size was, and like they, they bought them a shirt, and like I was like, all right, okay, um, but yeah. So it was like this whole ordeal. I tried to like buy a shirt or wanted to buy a shirt because they looked so dope. They were like really cool. They almost remind me reminded me of like um, what band am I thinking of? Not great. Oh, maybe Grateful Dead. Anyway, stylistically, um, but it looked really cool. It was like a really cool shirt and I really wanted one, but they're so, they're always so expensive. Yeah. But yeah, our friend, uh, yeah, they were being spoiled, but that's what they deserve. Actually, that's what they need right now. Right now, they need to be spoiled to the max because that's what, that's all I expect right now from the both of them. Um, but yeah, so that was really fun. Yeah, I was just... I knew, I knew I was blowing up Lydia's phone. I knew. I was like, I'm not even going to apologize at this point. I'm just going to, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Hey, you were having a good time. It was fun. It was so much fun. I have a lot of videos that I needed to send because it was really dope. Like it was, re <sighs> but like some of the videos I'm like, you were definitely high because like, I thought I was just like filming like the cinematic masterpiece, but it was like, <laughs> you rewatch it over and you're like, oh. <laughs> like everything like all the colors look so pretty and then you rewatch it and you're like uh hmm all right i remember when we did the camping trip for my 30th together mm -hmm. like one of the one of the guys who was on the trip who uh he did some shrooms too when he went out on the water to go kayaking for a little bit and like two hours later he came back in and he was like dude i'm never doing that again <laughs> i started laughing I was like why not he goes i felt like I was, he's like, I was in the water, but I felt like I was in a movie theater watching myself on a movie screen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, man, that sounds like an experience right there. Yeah. The, for the first, like, little bit of it, I, like, literally was sitting down because I was just, like, staring blankly, like, I just, like, it's, like, tunnel vision towards the stage i was just like this and then the fucking people in front of us like moved over to be more centered like out of their seats and moved up and then this one bit like the only person because the person who was sitting in front of me before like they were seated they sat down and i was like perfect like i don't have to worry but then they scooted over and then the girl like stood up and i was like this bitch has got to be fucking so i had to like stand up so i could see the concert and i was just like this is great i'm gonna have to be standing while like absolutely tripping balls and then like <laughs> watching all this shit i was like all right sounds good and then while you know both of our one of our friends and their girlfriend are fucking like you know like connecting eye to eye and just like uh anyway at one point i told their um uh, did i call them their girlfriend the person they're dating i don't even remember what i called them anyway honestly dating it's i'm gonna say the same thing i said to that person last night this this doesn't exist exclusive and casual it's not a thing if you're seeing each other all the time if you're just hooking up and pretty much that's it maybe you get like the occasional meal together then sure, casually exclusive is real. But if you're spending all this time together, you're dating. You just don't want to admit it. Yeah. Also, um, the person that they're dating, I took pictures of both of them. Well, lots of people took pictures of both of them, but I took pictures of both of them. They posted one of the pictures that I took of them on their story, and all I'm saying is I'm very proud of it. I even told Lydia to go check it out, and they were like, proud of you, babe. And I was like, I know, it looks so good. Anyway, um, but... Yeah, so they kept, like, coming out of their seat to go see our friend and, then like, give them a kiss and be like, hi, and then, like, go back, and then, like, at one point when they came over, I was like, I'm gonna need you to stop, I'm gonna need you to stop, because <laughs> this, right now, is making me miss my girlfriend, and I don't appreciate it, and I was like, so I'm gonna need you to stop, and they were just like, oh, and I was like, I'm not kidding, I'm not kidding, <laughs> you thought I was kidding, I'm not, um, but yeah, so, super great, super fun, 
Um, So many lesbians. There were so many gay people. I think at one point I sent um, Lydia (laughs) a Snapchat because I thought it was funny. But I, like, was pointing out all, like, lesbians in the crowd. I was like, lesbians. Lesbians, lesbians, lesbians. And then I was like, and all I am is by myself. But I used, like, the bi, like. (laughs) Yeah, you you sent that to me, too. Did I? Oh, no, you didn't. You did send it to... You did send it to Lydia, but Lydia sent it to me. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just by myself. Yeah, they go, Cam, I need to send you what Joe just sent me. <laughs> and I, I watched it, and I was like, yeah, this is the most fucking Joe-set statement I've ever heard. I thought All I am funny. is by, by myself. myself. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyway, so I sent that to Lydia, and it was funny. Um, yeah, also, like, I posted a picture of, like, my hand, because I was, like, feeling my hand. I thought it was, like, really, like, cool looking. Yeah. Um, what did you, you say in that caption? Something about, like how cool your hand would look if it was more masculine? No, no, no. Like, if I was, like, a mask... Like, how, like, how, like, I would like my hands, basically. Ah, okay. Like, I'm a, so I, I'm a, I'm a stem, so, like, you Can know. Can you explain to, to people what the term mm. stem means? Yes, yes, I will. So, stem is, like, a mixture of, like, mask and a femme. It's kind of, like, an in-betweener, so, like, you're not, like, uber-feminine, but you're not, like, uber-masculine. You're kind of, like, in the middle, um, that's what I am. So I can dress feminine if I want. I can dress masculine if I want. But it's not ever going to be super feminine. And it's not ever going to be super masculine. Um, but yeah. That's what a stem is. Uh, but yeah. So I was, uh, appreciating my hands. Because they looked really good. And I did, like, post him briefly on my Snapchat story. But then I, like, looked at it and I was like, oh shit. I didn't ask Lydia if I could post my... Because, like, listen, in the in the gay community, if you're into women, hands are, like, a big deal for some people. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, it's not, like, anything, like, steamy per se, but people are, like, hands are uh, a lot. So I I was just like, oh, shit. I didn't ask if I could, like, post the picture of my... So I, like, deleted it. And then I snapped. <laughs> I slapped Lydia right away. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't ask you if I could post my hands. Like, I took wow. it off. <laughs> Hands, huh? Yeah. Interesting. If you get I it, you get it. Would not have known that. If you get it, you get it. Um. And I do not. <laughs> they were like, they were like, yeah, I was about to comment on that and be like, that's mine. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Okay, so this is a real thing. It's hmm. a thing. Interesting. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, sorry, babe, <laughs> that's my bad. Didn't mean to accidentally turn on, like, five million people on my Snapchat. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody would have cared. Um, anyway, but, like, I was just like, yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. sounds like you had a pretty good time at this show. That's for sure. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, I had no intention. such a busy weekend again, dude. Dude, I, know. I need to stop. Friday, you had the Scottish Festival and a concert. Saturday, mm-hmm. you had the Scottish Festival and a concert. And today, I have the Scottish Festival. Wait, did you do something on Thursday? Thursday was, was con- a concert. Your first concert was Thursday? Thursday, and then Friday was Scottish Festival. And What were you doing Friday night? Where, what? Oh, I went um, over to Lydia's. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, so you had, fe- you had concert Thursday night, Scottish Festival Friday, festival and concert Saturday, and now after we wrap up here today, you're going back to the festival again. Back to the Scottish Festival, yep. And then what do you have going on tonight? Actually, nothing. Dinner was canceled. Oh, okay. Yep. Who? We should play games, Joe. I was about to say, we could do something, <laughs> finally. Um, but now, now that, I now have that, something you know, to do. Now that it's not killing me to look at things anymore. Yeah. So, That's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, guys, I've had a really fun week, let me <laughs> tell you. Yeah. Really, really fun week. So, when you are 31 years old, and you experience pain and symptoms that you have never experienced before in your life... At least not that you can recall. Um, it kind of concerns you a little bit. Especially when it doesn't go away after four days. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about the week I've had. Well, on Monday, I wake up. And, mind you, I was fine Sunday night. I was good. Like, nothing weird was going on. But I wake up Monday morning, and my eyes are unusually sore um 
I every time I would try to like look out on either side of my eye or down or up, um, I felt this really kind of. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was an intense pressure, but it was a very noticeable pressure behind my eyes and in my forehead. Like it would, it would go throughout my full forehead area. So I thought maybe it was like some sort of weird headache thing or, or something, right? So I take some Tylenol and and that doesn't do anything. I take some more, still doesn't do anything. But I'm like, whatever, this is just gonna pass, right? So Tuesday comes, still doesn't feel any better. Uh, but also not any worse. Literally just felt the exact same. Take some more Tylenol again. Well, still nothing's happening. So I'm telling my boss about this because I'm like, yeah, this is really fucking weird. You know, and she goes, honestly, Gamer, you're probably just not used to the Indiana, you know, seasonal allergies here. So she's like, you should just go and get some, go and get like some Allegra or something like that. So I said, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe it's like a sinus thing, right? So... Because it made sense. I mean, you feel pressure kind of around the, the nose, eyeball, forehead area. Like, definitely would be understandable. So I go take some allergy meds for Wednesday and Thursday. Still doesn't do anything. Went and got some nasal spray um, to try and, like, really clear out. And I could feel the draining. I mean, mind you, I didn't have any problems breathing, but I could still feel shit draining back there when I used the spray for Wednesday and Thursday. But that still didn't do anything either. So Thursday comes and nothing is still working. And I'm starting to get a little concerned at this point because I don't feel any better. Mind you, though, I also don't feel any worse. But again, when you are 31 years old and experiencing symptoms and pain that you have never felt before, it's kind of freaky when it's lasted this long now. And then, you know, you do what everyone does, which you should never do, and Google your symptoms. (laughs) Because then you just start thinking about how horrible things can really be. So I tried to call my doctor and the quickest they could get me in for a checkup was like mid-July. So like, yeah, that's probably not going to work, but but thank you anyways. I did still schedule an appointment though, get an annual physical. So we'll talk more about that later on at the end of this story though. But uh, I went to a clinic after work that day. scheduled it for like four o'clock and uh, go to this urgent care clinic and they do this checkup and um, they said they weren't going to test me for COVID because I felt fine, you know. So they're doing all their normal routine stuff and they go to take my temperature. And mind you, I have worked all week, no problem. Worked all day Thursday, no problem. Felt fine except for this weird pressure thing. Well, I go to take my temperature and I have a 101.3. And... And she goes, uh, I'm going to test you for COVID. And then she paused and she goes, wait, no, I'm actually going to get another thermometer. Because they did like the ear one. She's like, this one's been kind of wonky. So let me get you an under the tongue one. Well, she gets me the under tongue one. Yep, still have a 101. So I was like, oh, fuck. That's so weird that I have a fever because I feel fine. Like I don't, I have no other symptoms of anything. So... We go and get that. She gets me some ibuprofen. She goes and tells the doctor. And the doctor comes in and starts asking questions. And he's like, why do you have a fever? And I don't think he's, like, literally asking me to explain why I have a fever. I think it's just more so, like, thinking out loud, like, why do you have a fever? Because she told him, I'm not experiencing anything else. Like, I just have this weird eye pressure shit going on. Yeah. So he does pretty much every test that he can think to do. He checks for my sinuses. He checks for any stiffness in my body. He checks the breathing to make sure everything sounds fine, you know, inside my lungs and the diaphragm and all that stuff. Um, I mean, just everything can. He takes uh, the little, like, light thing to check the eyes and has me move my eyes in every which way direction. And anyways, he wraps up and, and he says, it's like, well, Cameron, you're an anomaly because I really have no idea why you have this fever said i honestly don't think it's covid we'll find out for sure but i would be surprised because you're not experiencing anything else says you don't have any stiffness your sinuses are fine breathing is fine like nothing was off with my body whatsoever that could help him out so next thing he says is give it two days and if you're still feeling this way you need to go to the er and get blood work done and uh, possibly a cat scan to figure out what's going on 
And when I hear that, like, pin my stomach kind of, kind of, you know, starts to grow a little bit. And I start freaking out. So I'm like, well, fuck this. Like, I need to go to an optometrist now. That's, that's got to be the next step. So I'm trying to find a place that can get me in literally day of. I find one place on the other side of Indianapolis that can get me in 45 minutes later. Which is great, because that's about how long it took me to get there. So I go to the optometrist, explain what's going on. They do the preliminary testing. And then when the actual optometrist comes in, you know, she's looking at all of my all of my results, all the scans, the pictures. She says, everything looks good with those. So she's having me explain what's going on. I tell her, yeah, you know, I got this weird pressure and a feeling in my forehead. I don't know what's happening. Well, uh, long story short, guys, she also isn't entirely sure. <laughs> She also thought that blood work was a good idea. Um, And she said, if blood work comes back normal, then we should consider scheduling an ocular MRI, which sounds exactly like, yeah, what it sounds like. (laughs) You know, it's going to be an MRI for your eyes, which sounds a little terrifying to me. I don't even know how that would work. I imagine for sure your eyes get dilated. So yeah, interesting. But, uh, she, you know, she said if, if the symptoms are still there, if I'm still feeling this pressure after I got the blood work back and it's been a few days, then to come back and and we would get that scheduled. So before I get to the blood work though, guys, I am going to tell you about my eyes, like the actual optometrist appointment. So I have not gotten new glasses since I first received the pair that I'm currently wearing, which was when I was 20, it was right before I turned 26 years old. So it's been just under six years, roughly, that I've been wearing the same pair of glasses. <laughs> and we're going through the eye test, and uh, we we get done with it, and she was really surprised by how good my left eye was. She, My left eye is literally almost twice as healthy as my right eye is. But uh, she showed me what I'm looking at now through my current glasses versus what I will be looking at with my new glasses. Oh boy, guys. (laughs) What a humbling, embarrassing moment this was. (laughs) I literally sat in the chair and started laughing, and I looked at her and said, well, that's embarrassing. (laughs) And she was a really cool optometrist, though. She was, like, cursing in front of me and cracking jokes with me, and, you know, definitely, like, I think she could tell I was probably a little bit stressed out because I didn't know what was going on with my body, and... Um, she definitely, like, lightened the mood up a ton. But after that was done, because I thought part of the issue could also be that I have six-year-old glasses and my eyes are maybe just, like, super strained at this point. And it finally just came to a head on Monday. So I am getting new glasses. Picked them up in about ten days. <laughs> Very excited for that. But yeah, so I get that all taken care of. And then I'm like, okay, well, fuck. My, my eyes started to feel a tiny little bit better. Uh, by the time I got home, which was which was nice, but I also didn't want to be like too helpful, um, get you know too excited, because maybe it was just a little fluke, right? So, anyways, I wake up at like 5 a.m. No, I think I woke up at 4:30 a.m. on Friday. Actually, um, I had the chills. I also had the chills, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe Tuesday as well. It's been a really rough week for me, like just health-wise and mentally um but uh but yeah so i can't go back to sleep so i'm like well fuck i need to figure out how to schedule blood work because i feel like that's not something you can just call someone up and say like hey i need to get blood work done when can you fit me in because i assume it's going to be exactly like it was when i tried to get to the doctor and they're like oh yeah we can get you in in six weeks cool i can't wait that long i might be dead by then so uh Pro tip for any of you guys who ever need blood work to get done pretty quickly, you can make an appointment online at Private Labs, and they can get it done for you. Um, I paid $100 to get comprehensive blood work done, which, all things considered, seemed fairly cheap. Not bad. And, you know, it was peace of mind, too. So I, I scheduled it online, and you can just show up at the lab at any time that day. So I went in at 8 a.m. because I still had to go to work. Um, at nine for a really, really big company-wide meeting that we were having. 
And uh, I woke up and I had like a one, my fever was over 100 when I woke up. So I was like, fuck me. And yeah, so obviously still a little bit concerned. Go there, get the blood work done. Joe, have you ever had blood work done before? What? That you can recall? Yeah. When? Uh, when I thought my kidneys were failing. When was that? Um, like a couple years ago. Do I remember this? Should I remember this? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know why I thought my kidneys were failing. Hmm. It doesn't I think my mom right. told me that my kidneys might be failing, and so they made me get, like, she made me get, like, blood work. Hmm. Were your kidneys failing? <laughs> they were not. No. no um, I <laughs> Did your blood healthy. work reveal anything weird? No. I was completely fine. I don't know why I was dying now that I recall. Like, I literally don't know what was going on with my body. Hmm interesting maybe it was glue and stuff <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the early signs right it was there. just the, my body was shutting down but yeah oh, at least my kids yeah, so, <laughs> so i've never had blood work done before at least i mean probably when i was really young but i don't remember anything like that um so yeah my optometrist also gave me the most ridiculous side eye when i told her i'd never had blood work drawn before she she looks up from her paperwork just gives me the the little head turn stares right at me and she goes cameron you're 31 years old and you've never had blood work done <laughs> nice I, I looked at her and i said i have a physical scheduled for next month so you know we're we're getting there i don't think i've had a physical since i was 18 i don't think i've had a, a physical since i played like little league baseball the only reason I why I was like I had, 12 years old. Yeah, the only reason why I had to have a physical when I was 18 is because when you're in the foster care system, you're required to have one every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you're still doing a lot better than I am. <laughs> but yeah, so I go and I get this blood work done. And yes, I have a couple tattoos and I have a half sleeve, but I still fucking hate needles. I've never donated blood before. Like, that's just not, it's not for me. Um, I don't even know my blood type, actually. I don't either. <laughs> I literally so, don't know my blood. But, like, I also haven't donated blood, but it's, like, for different reasons. Like, I keep getting tattoos, so I physically yeah. cannot. You, you can't. Yeah. I cannot yeah, get blood, so. But, yeah, so I went in there, and they just filled up, like, two vials. It was super easy. I mean, the most minimal pain. It felt like a little prick going into my arm. So they were really cool at the lab with everything, really friendly. So that also helped, too. And I was in and out of this place in, like, seven minutes. And I went to work. Uh, I told my boss, like, hey, I'm going to leave early today. I woke up and I have like a 100 fever, but I need to get some stuff done at the office. And she goes, you can't be here. You need to go home. And I was like, no, 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 I'm good. Like, I tested negative for COVID. It's it's cool. Because my lab result had already come back from my clinic test. And she's like, okay, well, yeah, get your stuff done and then take care of yourself and get out of here. So I went home. Uh, I went home from work after like four hours on Friday. And I just, I slept <laughs> and I kept dealing with, I, I constantly felt like I had a fever all day, pretty much yesterday too, actually. Um, I've been testing myself endlessly because my face has been getting so warm, but my temperature has never been higher than a 98.6 whenever I've tested over the last 48 hours. So maybe I'm in my fucking head. Who knows? It's really annoying. Um, but I got my blood work back yesterday and everything was pretty much good. I mean, my cholesterol is a tiny bit high. Um, my thyroid is like one point higher than it should be. Um, which that sounds like a lot. It's not. I say you should worry if it's like above a 10 and mine is not even half that. So, um, but yeah, so I was just like, okay, cool. Well, you know, blood work seems like it's pretty good, and my eyes since Friday have gotten significantly better. So, you nice. know, even today, like, looking around, I I would say it's at, like, 2% of what it was when I woke up on Thursday, which makes me feel really good, because the optometrist did tell me that it could be something just as simple as, you know, like, uh, my retinas are inflamed, which you know, could be caused by something like a viral infection, which could have been going through my body. Because that's what the guy at the clinic said. That was that was his only possible thought was maybe you have a viral infection, um, but you need blood work to get that figured out. And it may have kind of worked itself through my body by the time my blood work had been done, actually. So 
who knows? We're not really sure what's going on. If I start to feel these symptoms again, I'm definitely going to go back to the optometrist and get this MRI done for for my eyes because she did say, you know, she did mention at one point that the one symptom that I did explain to her, which is, you know, this pain in the eyes with the pressure, it is one of the signs of early MS. But she didn't think I had that because that also comes with two other symptoms as well, neither of which I was experiencing. So I was like, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. That would have really sucked. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, it could be like optic neurosis too. Um, she's like, but you know, if we do that, God forbid there's something in your eye. Hopefully that's not the case, but you know, we can figure it out. And hopefully it would be nothing more than just, you know, an inflamed retina. So yeah, guys, today is the first time in seven days pretty much that I feel relatively pain-free. Um, as I speak right now, my face feels really warm though. So Joe and I are about to wrap this up, and I'm going to go take my temperature again just to make sure, even though I'm sure it's fine, because I've felt this way for the last 48 hours, and it's been fine. But yeah, it's been a really, really fun week for me, freaking out and thinking the absolute worst, um, because especially when I pulled up to the optometrist, you know, um, when, when the guy at the clinic said we need to maybe get an MRI done, I started to really think the worst. And I'm sure a lot of you are the same way, where you do think the worst, which is, that's just natural. That's what we all do. But when I got to the optometrist, it sort of struck me that the worst is a legitimate possibility in this case. And all I could think about was when they do this blow test to like look behind the eye, what if they find a tumor or, or you know, a sign of cancer or something like that? And I honestly started to get really emotional as I got closer because all I could think was, how do I tell my parents this? How do I tell my friends this? What does that mean for, for me, for my life at this point? Um, so it was really freaky. And, you know, when, when the optometrist said that, you know, everything came back clean, it was a really, really big sigh of relief for me. So, yeah, hasn't been the most fun week at all. Um, Joe and Melissa, you know, the two the two of them have been up to date with everything. And, and I do want to say, you know, I appreciate both of you um, just reaching out to check on me throughout the last couple of days, especially, and asking how I'm doing with everything. Because I know you guys knew how worried I was with all of this. Uh, but yeah, you know, hopefully we're we're on the rebound now. I think we are. I think, I think I'm almost almost back at the bottom of the hill now and and hopefully ready to resume normal life again. Joy, joy. Yeah. Jesus. So, you know what, guys? Take your shit seriously. It Obviously, I'm a hypocrite by saying this, but it shouldn't take a legitimate health scare to to get your body checked out. Um, you know, make sure you're getting that annual physical, which I will be doing now because I get half off on my insurance through my work when I get a physical every year. So, good incentive right there. I also definitely plan to go and get my vision checked every single year as well. Um, and I'm going to get my blood work done again when I go and get my physical in about seven weeks because, uh, making some changes to my life. <laughs> so we're going to hope that these make a really big difference. And I feel like, you know, seven weeks is a really good amount of time to, to be able to gauge whether or not my new choices are really making a, a significant and positive impact on everything. But yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> Super fun times. God, this is like a heavy episode for my shit, Joe. <laughs> I was just all here like, anyway, la-da-da, I'm on cloud nine with my girlfriend. You're like, my life is, <laughs> my life is God, pain. <laughs> yeah, I've had a miserable fucking week and now I've got the anniversary of my dad passing away and you've been going to festivals, concerts, <laughs> and on shrooms all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. God, just living the life, you know. God damn. <laughs> well... Oh, Maybe well, you should try shrooms, Cameron. It will really help you out. God, dude. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap this up right now. Uh, Joe's got to get out of here. And uh, before we go, though, next week, season finale. Season finale. So, Question time. Joe, yes. So Joe and I both, we, we should both post things on our stories, Joe, and ask people for questions for the podcast. Yes. Tell them they can ask it either to us, you know, together or each other separately. We'll also post something on our Instagram page at ATDLSPod. Um, 
and you don't you guys don't just have to do it whenever you see it if you think of any question at all just shoot us a message somehow some way however you want to do it and uh we will pick from the list we get and uh we will answer them live on of course we're gonna answer them live what the fuck am i saying yeah we're gonna answer them live on air well anyway what other way would we do it i don't know not live yeah so but that will be our content for next week's episode um and also maybe you know we might play a little game that joe and i talked about like three weeks ago where she uh may come up with a bunch of lgbtq terms to have me guess uh, the meanings of yeah and and let's see let's see how good of an ally I am, how knowledgeable yeah. of an ally I truly am. Yeah, or Pride Month, you know. So, hell yeah! I think that does it for us. Yes, uh, it does. Remember, you can find us on everything socially at ATDLS Pod. And Joe, anything you want to say before we head out? Uh, eat your green vegetables. Yeah, take your fucking health seriously, guys. I don't like that it took this to make me actually get all my stuff looked at. Uh, it's kind of freaky. I'm still a little bit freaked out about it all, if I'm being completely honest. Because I don't know if it's going to come back. So, <laughs> yep. you know, just because I'm in the clear right now, or feel like I'm in the clear right now, doesn't mean I'm actually in the clear. Yeah. Definitely don't, uh, don't treat your body like shit. You know, be wise. It's your body. It's, you it's how you're one. alive. Exactly. Uh, it reminds me of, like, a TikTok sounds like, instead of meat, I eat veggies and pussy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. At least you're eating the veggies, okay? At least it, uh, yeah. Pussy's important, too, I guess, sometimes. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Live your life to the fullest, but don't do it stupidly. And uh, yes. remember, two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead.